we've all been through craziness and i mean as much as i learned from 2020 uh, i'm ready for 2020 to straight go to hell and bring on 2021 <laughs> We continuously use the prism of red or blue to justify our actions, our inactions, our natural bias, or our own opinions. Instead of using the premise of right or wrong, we are all screwed. Welcome to the Now or Never podcast, all things entrepreneurship and life. Um, I am Brittany Rexius, your host. Hey. <laughs> That's always my calling card um, with my special guest, Stephanie Pearson. Stephanie, tell me a little bit about your business and your entrepreneurship life and where you came from. Yeah, for sure. So um, I own Nebraska Dance and uh, here in Omaha and we have now, we just celebrated 20 years. Awesome. And that's been really exciting. Um, we currently service about 1,100 kids. Okay. Um, we have two locations and yeah, this journey started when I was um, straight out of college I started when I was, let's see, I would have been about 22 and, um, you know, I'd been a dancer growing up and I actually was offered to purchase a studio when I was 18. Oh, wow. Um, Yep. And I, but I just decided at that time I just wasn't ready. I wanted to go to college. I didn't even honestly know at that point that I wanted to do a dance studio. I really wanted to kind of explore and see what else was out there. And, you know, I, I did the dance team in college at, at University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and that was a lot of fun. But then after about my junior year of doing dance team and all this, I kind of decided I was a little burned out of dance and I needed to take a break. Okay. And so, and I kind of thought, you know, I think it's just time to hang up those shoes and move on to something else and see what else is out there that I'd be passionate about. Well, I did that. And so for a year, I basically went cold turkey, no, just taught a little bit of dance here and there, but not, you know, not the crazy schedule I'd had for all my years growing up. Yeah. And, um, I just cold turkey. Well, I tried a bunch of different things and I, I found, you know, lots of things I enjoyed, but nothing as, you know, strong as dance had been. Yeah, nothing whole, that was like your yes, major passion. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so, um, after about a year of that, I was like, okay, okay. I, I actually think I really want to get back into teaching. I love teaching. I love coaching, but I was doing a business degree and I also loved the challenge of business and just what it was. So I thought, you know, maybe I do want to do a dance studio. At the time, I felt like Nebraska or Omaha really needed a studio that was um, just kind of going into the new waves of dance that was happening at the time. And I said, okay, why don't I, I'll take an entrepreneurship class. So okay. I took this entrepreneurship class in Lincoln and um, there was only about 30 people in the class. And the professor, we had to write for our first, like to the whole class was based on this one business plan, right? We were going to yeah. just write this one plan. And our only grade was going to be at the very end on the plan. And we were going to do a competition, a national competition with these business plans. And that was like our grade, right? That was it. And That's scary. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. It was a lot of pressure, right? You know, to get it all right. Well, we had to write like little things along the way. And our first thing we had to do was a little synopsis of what our business plan was going to be. And honestly, I, I could feel that I was probably the only one in the class that was taking the class because I actually had this idea. I really wanted to do it. I thought I wanted to, you know, figure out. Everybody else was kind of in there like, oh, I want to own a business. I don't know what, I, you know, yeah. kind of making up things that they were just coming, you know, whatever. And um, anyway, my professor wrote on the side of my paper, you'd be better off working, you know, at Burger King. And oh. I was like, okay, okay. Well, my personality is fueled by that. Yes. You know, I'm like, okay, I'll show you how I disagree. And I think we can do really, really well. And anyway, so long story short, the semester went on 
And um, the professor could see that I clearly had a lot of passion. I knew a lot about dance. I knew the industry. I knew the market, like the back of my hand. Yeah. And I just knew what I was doing. And um, like all, we had to do a lot of things in front of different business leaders in Lincoln. And every time I'd stand up to speak about it, it just, again, I was kind of the only one that really knew what I was doing in my industry. And, and anyway, long story short, by the end of the semester, the professor was really singing my praises. I ended up winning the business competition. That oh, was like wonderful. a national competition, which is awesome. Cause then I had this, I actually won money with it and it, you know, could put it towards. So at, at that point, after I'd gone through all that, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to do this. I don't know when, I don't know what's the timing, you know, what, what, what's the Lord's timing for me in this, but I know I'm going to do it someday. Yeah. And so second semester went by and I, um, I, uh, you know, finished my professor had me enter like an international business competition. I ended up getting third place in that one, um, which was also just encouraging just that. And again, I was up against these crazy large, you know, scale business models, right. Against a little dance studio compared yeah. to all these other ideas that were out there. And, um, even some things that have actually like come to fruition, there's some large okay. companies that actually came from that time. But anyway, so, um, that really helped fuel me. Um, so then after that, I graduated from college I, um, I came back home and I had every summer I had gone at one of my high school years, I had gone to down to Los Angeles and taken dance classes and just spent like a month or two there. And, um, and I told my mom, I said, you know, I think I need to go back down there one more time. Cause that was kind of my other thing I wanted to do was yeah. maybe go down and dance for a while. And so I, my mom and I went down there for two weeks and I said, I just need to be down here. And then I, I think I'll feel if I want to be here, if I want to right. you know. see if it feels mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, out of the end of that two weeks, I was like, nope, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't, this is not me. I just, I feel like I'm ready to, you know, try this dance studio. And so I came back home and I was finishing up some jobs that I had been doing with working some dance camps across the nation and stuff. And the fall came and I was coaching a dance team here in Omaha and, um, and I just thought, okay, I'm just going to start looking, right? Like what, what's places out there? So I started looking at this place next to my parents just to get some ideas of the prices and things like that. And, right. and this guy said, well, Hey, what are you looking for? And I said, a dance studio. And he said, Oh, I've got this place on 114th and Dodge. I always thought it would be perfect for dancer karate. And I was like, okay, take me there. Let's see. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so yeah, so I, I went and I was blown away. The, the space was literally set up, like he said, for a dance studio. There was like a waiting area you could see. There was windows already in there. It had been like a factory eyeglass outlet. Okay. And you could watch them make the glasses. Oh, cool. And so it was just already set up. So it was very much a sign. In addition to that, the gentleman that owned the building at the time, he, um, it had just been sitting there for a long time. Like okay. the space, I think had been like two years. It hadn't been rented. And so he was like pretty eager to get it rented. Right. So he, like the price they were offering was like quarter of what you play, pay in that area. And, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, like mom, this is be. it. Like, like I could just feel that God was with me. And it was like, this is the time is, I think this is it. Yeah. So I signed the contract. My parents were, um, you know, they, they were my co-signers and I remember them looking at me like, okay, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, were your parents yeah. supportive through Very. all of this? Yes. That's awesome. Very supportive. But also I think a little bit like, whoa, here, like, you yeah. know, signing it's my name big... to, you know, finances I'd never seen before and you know, all that kind of thing. But they were very supportive and, um, yeah. And then it just, I, I said to myself and just through my business plan, if I could get to 50 kids, like then we would, you know, be in a good place. Right. Well, we ended up opening our doors with like 180. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. And then it just, it really just took off very quickly. Um, community really embraced it. And, 
Um, I mean, we were growing by hundreds of kids each year. Yeah. So to the point that by about year three, we had about 600 kids. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It was, it was, I was so glad I was young and a little naive, right. And a little, like just could work a crazy amount of right. hours. You know, I think that that's a key piece of a startup business is those first years are yes. just a lot. A lot of people go into starting businesses and they think that they can just open the door yes. and it'll be successful. Not no, no, seeing no, no. the amount of work. I mean, we are. 11 years into mm -hmm. Rexius and mm -hmm. we're still working, we're mm -hmm. grinding mm -hmm. so many hours. Mm -hmm. And then you add on the gyms and mm -hmm. BHI and mm -hmm. that grind just, it doesn't mm -hmm. stop. And if you stop, mm -hmm. then I feel like you kind of slide backwards. So it's always mm -hmm. ever, ever yeah. changing. Exactly. That's exactly it. Exactly. And I, I was fortunate that my husband, we, I, I just got married the first year of the studio, my husband, and I got married. So it's kind of like everything was happening that year. Um, and I've, I've heard just some different organizations I'm a part of with other studio owners. And there's, you know, a woman that she always says, you know, we, that it's like, we could probably get a job that we just only work 40 hours, but we right. choose to work for ourselves for 80 hours, you know, exactly. And, but it's, you know, your passion is there. You're so excited about it. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's exactly what it was. It, you know, those first, I would say it was a good, I know they say seven years and that's about what it was for us, that it just was a lot. And, you know, we, we wanted a really quality product. We wanted to do a really good job and we were just, you know, creating new programs and trying to figure out how to best, you know, work with the kids and supply different programs that would really meet the needs. And, yeah. you know, I had so many passions of offering the different things, um, just from my own dancing experience. I feel like dance is something that kids can do very recreationally. Right. I think dance can be so much fun just for a little activity and exercise and confidence building and all that. But I also, you know, being someone who expired, aspired to be a strong as dancer as I could have been, you know, I wanted to create programs that were available for those kids too. And yep. kind of everything in between, right? How much time kids want to commit, you know, what families are able to commit. Right. Um, and so I just really wanted to see how those programs develop. So a lot of it was that trying to develop lots of just cool programs and things. And, um, but yeah, the beginning was just a lot of work. Yes. Um, you have all these thoughts and oh, trying yes. to get your, there's not enough hours in the day right. to keep up with all of the new ideas. Yes. And that's exactly it. And, but for me, that is a piece I love, right? Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm an ideas person. I'm a visionary. I, 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 you know, I'm still to this day, I mean, 20 years into it. I mean, I'm kind of at a point now where I'm entering into different ventures and different things. We just started, you know, just some different things. And my, my brain loves that. Like, mm -hmm. I just love that, um, creating new things and, all that fun stuff. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's been quite the journey to get it there. Sounds but, like it. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So you you got married your first year. Mm -hmm. Um, your husband, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. he part of your businesses? Mm -hmm. Does he have mm -hmm. a job outside of the businesses? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, bless his heart. No, we, he does not. And that's the best thing for us as a married couple. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we're better husband and wife than we are, you know, <laughs> Business he, he's, yeah, he's a teacher at, um, Little North high school here okay. in Omaha and he, uh, he's a science teacher and he loves that. It's his passion. It's his, he just loves what he does and yeah. he loves teaching kids. So we have that in common as far as teaching kids and coaching kids. We both love that. But, um, yeah, no, it, it's, we, we've decided it was better for him to just stick on that track. Um, yep. and yeah, so no, he, but he's been extremely supportive. Poor guy. He, uh, he had no idea that when, you know, and here's a funny thing. So the year that I took that break, right. Yep. Um, that was when I met him. Like okay. I met him right at the beginning of that. And it was funny. Cause I was like, you know, I have all this yeah. time to date. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't before. Cause I had a crazy schedule to dance. And, and so he knew I danced, but he had no idea, you know, that that actually consumed most of my hours and days. And, 
And so when I said, hey, I think I'm going to open a studio, he was like, great. But he had no idea. No what idea. I meant. And so poor guy has um, built, uh, he's learned how to build a ton of props. Very he's nice. He's driven our truck across you know, the country to La- Las Vegas or to Florida, wherever our nationals are that we're going to. So, no, so he's, awesome. he's very supportive and very, he helps with like just lots of things around the studio and stuff. But he, um, yeah. So that is good. I think that's so key to, to have a supportive backing, a supportive spouse, supportive family when you are an entrepreneur, because it does take a lot of your time. It, it isn't easy on family sometimes because family is like, Hey, we're here. And you're like, I know, but I really have to do this. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have that supportive backing. Yeah. And he loves the community of it. And he, he, we had, there was an era where we were doing lots of props. Like we would build these huge production sets for our numbers and he would build all those. And he just, he also had a lot of guys that helped him, a lot of the dads. And it was really fun. They created this little community that they just, they would grill the dad's group. Yep. And they would like grill at our shows or, you know, they, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. So he really embraced the community and got involved in it and has um, has he started dancing have you got uh, him oh no no tyler <laughs> no? um no no <laughs> yeah he uh he, he he was petrified actually when we met and he, you know when we go to weddings you know you're in that era of life your yeah. friends are all going to weddings and he was like don't you dare ask me to dance he was like so <laughs> worried to like go to a you know and, and have all the dance girls like out there dancing he's like you know wallflower shoulders barely move you know yeah so i've i've tried to respect that um but he he has gotten on stage though because we have a little girl and we do a daddy daughter dance Yes. And I said, okay, honey, I've respected that for years, but, but it now, is time. It is time. You're going to dance your little girl. So, <laughs> yep. so he has done that very reluctantly, but he's gotten on stage. He doesn't like it at all, but he that's does awesome. So, you yeah. have two children? We have two children. Yep. One mm-hmm. 11 year old son and an eight year old little girl. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Do they help out within mm-hmm. the business as well? You know, um, they, they both enjoy dance. Um, my son, he, um, he's, he's only done, he, I've, I've tried to get him to do everything right. Like I think is, you know, you yeah. always want your kids to like find your, you know, enjoy your passion too, but he hasn't enjoyed all of it, but he loves, um, hip hop specifically okay. has been his thing he loves to do and he loves the tricks and all kinds of things. So, um, he just also loves the energy and the community. Like my husband does, yeah. he likes to be around all the people and stuff. Um, my little girl, she does do some of our programs and she dances and, um, she, she, she loves, I, I, you know, I would say more so now they just are involved as like students and things. Um, but she definitely loves the atmosphere. She loves the people she, um, we've been working on, as I mentioned, you know, I like to do lots of different projects. Um, there's a dance ministry that we've been loosely working on developing called project joy. Okay. And, um, she's loved getting involved with that. Um, which has been really, really fun. So, so yeah, so we'll see if they continue to, uh, you know, I always, my big thing with my kids is, I don't want them to, um, do a passion because of, you know, right. if, if they if decide they, yeah. they want to be a part of it. Wonderful. Like, oh, you know, here it is, but I want them to find their own way too. I, I yep. believe the Lord gives them their own passions too. And I really want them to explore, but, uh, but no, they both have definitely embraced it. But, awesome. Yeah. So with being in business for 20 years, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. are some of the things you look back on now from mm-hmm. when you started mm-hmm. that you wish you would have known for, mm-hmm. we have a lot of uh, people that watch that are just starting or just thinking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what would be your advice mm-hmm. to yourself back then mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Um, you know, um, I think, you know, some of my biggest things I would say is just, you know, that, um, that passion piece. I think, you know, I think there's so much uh, when you're wired more to uh, take a job and just follow. Like, right. I remember my, um, 
my professor, that entrepreneurship professor, basically wanting to inspire us. Like you can make your own paycheck, yeah. right? Like you, you don't have to just do. And I just think that when you've got that spirit and that desire and that thing that you see, that's a vision, yeah. you know, like it's, it's really, you know, just kind of releasing that fear and just going with it, you know? And it's like, you would be amazed at how it just happens, right. you know? And so I think that's my biggest encouragement is just that piece. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, as I've mentioned, you know, I, I believe in Jesus. That's I'm a Christian and, um, and I, I just have to say, you know, that's been a huge piece of this journey for yeah. me. I believe God has just opened doors, connected dots. You know, it just, so for me personally, you know, I encourage, you know, just, like he just has a way, yes, right? He does. And I just, I just feel like he just makes things happen. And, you know, one thing that he's really laid on my heart in the last like five, six years is just, you know, the verses that talk about remaining in him and not striving. Mm -hmm. And I would say I struggled more with that, like trying to make things happen. And, you know, and it's like, if they weren't quite happening, like trying to find ways. And I believe that he really just, when we give it to him and it's like in the timing, he right. will make it happen if it's supposed to, and yes. he won't if it won't. So, so that's, I mean, my personal biggest thing. And I feel like I'm much more confident in that 20 years later. Right. And I, you know, again, like I, I've got probably, I, I'm a person that has eight projects going at all times, right? Like it's yeah. just how I roll. And some of these projects have been brewing for five or six years, right? but, you just but I've just been it. waiting on them because I haven't felt his direction pushing or leading them forward. And all of a sudden, like three of them have just like whoosh, gone yeah. and it's like, they're, they're happening now. And, um, and so for me, you know, that's where I come from is really just, I believe when you lay it down to the Lord, like he just opens doors yeah, absolutely. and it just gives you peace too. It gives you oh, peace yeah. that I, I don't worry. I, I don't, I don't, I just don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. Um, I think also just making, smart choices. I think I've seen some people in business get a little ahead of themselves. Like I'm very much a, um, Oh, I don't know how to say this other than just, you know, like I pay myself a paycheck and I let the, you know, I, I just stick to like You're a very best. strong, yeah, mm -hmm. just a very strong, like stay in my means, if you will. Right. Um, and I think that that's been huge and I've seen other people not necessarily do that. And I think that's where you're going to get yourself into trouble and yep. all that. So I think, excuse me, I think just, um, you know, just little things like that. That was advice that I was given to me in the very beginning. And that has really proven to be just very helpful. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. When, when you were saying, um, when you were in the entrepreneurship class mm -hmm. in college and your mm -hmm. professor wrote, you should go get a, a yes. job at Burger King, yes. that discouragement, but yes. it made you just push forward yes. even more. Yes. Um, my husband always tells a story that he, this, uh, Rexius was his business plan in college and he yes. got a D on it. Okay. And when he made, um, 40 under 40 on the entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. he yeah. was able to hold that up and yeah. say, Hey, you yeah. know, do you remember this D yeah. look at where I'm at now? Yeah. So that's, yeah. I think when you have the entrepreneurship spirit with yes. you, there's really nothing that's going to yeah. stand in your way yeah. that yeah. you will make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just not get discouraged with it. Yes. Uh, yes. I am a huge uh, okay, here's something that I work to really uh, work with our staff and our kids at the studio is I just believe we were all made for a purpose, right? Yes. And if, if I'm given a vision, you know, not everybody else can see that vision. And right. so, um, I do think it's important that when you see something in your heart, you can't, don't let other people tell you no, yes. or, you know, it's like if they can't see it and yes, there might be some challenges and I think it's good to here, I, you know, I love getting perspectives. I believe everybody's eyes see different things in the world. Yeah. And so the more perspectives you have, the better, but yes, for sure. Like not letting someone else tell you that it's not good enough or it's not, you know, like right. I would rather find out on my own yes. and kind of follow my own than have someone else tell me like, no, it's not going to work. And then know? not do it yes. and then have that regret. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. I have, yeah. 
I have this vision, um, that I've been sitting with for, for years and just trying to pray on it and see, okay, how, how does this door open or where, what does this look like? And lately I've seen little bits and pieces kind of falling in place and now it's just kind of sitting in it mm-hmm. and being still mm-hmm. and saying, okay, mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. where can I go with this mm-hmm. and just lead me? Because mm-hmm. it's something that's very personal to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, mm-hmm. it is, I think it's difficult for me to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, mm-hmm. it's this huge thing that could be helpful. So I yeah. see all these little pieces and it, but that sitting in it is yes. hard still. It's, Sometimes, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. even at 40 years old, it's yep. hard to yes. just sit. sit. And yeah. Yeah. I had to get a tattoo on my wrist that says, be still yes. as a reminder, yes. because I'm always yes. the one that's like, no, I got it. I, I will make yes. it work, but yes. just be still. Yes. And that he will, he will open the doors as soon as it's ready. Yes. So there's a few visions and I feel like he speaks, you know, he speaks to all of us differently. Right. And, and, um, sometimes I call it like a fog. Like I'll see it, like there's a fog. Yep. I, I feel the vision in the head, but like, I can't see the next steps. And yep. so I know now I used to try to like find the way, but now I just know that like he will clear it when it's time. And yep. all of a sudden there'll be a flood of ideas and it's like, Oh my gosh, like this is this, you know, um, I don't know if you've gotten into the chosen at all or not. Yes. Okay. I love the chosen. I totally binge watched it like four times, which I don't actually ever watch TV, but that all the time. Yes. And there's a, um, there's one of the episodes that, um, forgive me for the names. I don't have the exact name right, right. But I think it's Simon. Basically they're like, it's like, as Jesus is like getting more popular and the disciples are now with him traveling and they're feeling the, like just everything, you know, kind of closing in on them a little bit as far mm-hmm. as the angst and the, all that stuff. And basically the disciples are sitting around this table. Jesus is off doing something else. And the disciples are like, they're like, Oh, we got to get a plan. We like, this is, you know, he's got to, we got to have more of a strategic plan about how we're doing it. And all and they're all getting, you know, all anxious with each other. Yeah. Right. And one of them's like, you better ask Jesus. Cause you know, he might have a different feet. <laughs> yep. And so anyway, so a couple of them, I think it's Simon and one other, you know, they decide to go to, okay, we got to tell him our plan. We got to tell him. Our, and basically Jesus is like, I've got this. Yes. Just calm down. I've got this. So it just, to me, is such a good picture of that. Yes, you know, absolutely. Of how it's like, you know, it's like we do. And, and I am so guilty of this, especially in my early years of, you know, life and business, really just, you know, trying my own and trying my own to like make the path. But right. Yeah. It's just, it's a beautiful thing when you can really release it and just know, even if you see it and you, you dream it, he, if, if you give it to him and it's in his timing, it will just, it's like the flood just happens. Yeah. I love that. The, the yeah, fog over the fog. it. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of where I'm at right now with, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. have little feelers for it, yeah. but there's that, like, there's yeah. just not that clear path yet. Yeah. And so I love that. Time. It's just not time yeah. yet, but it, it, you know, it, keep praying on it, keep thinking on it. And you know, chances are it's going to be, yeah. you know. So, so through the pandemic mm-hmm. with the dance studio, how mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. guys, do yeah. and evolve through yeah. that um, yeah. because I know that's been rough on a lot mm-hmm. of businesses mm-hmm. this the last what we're in two years I now know. I know such a tough thing gosh I know I um yeah I, I mean I'm grateful I am very thankful to the Lord that he I feel like protected us a lot through that I'm thankful for being in the Midwest you know I know that all over just studio owners that I've known it just there's just so many people that have gone through just worse than we have really yeah so I think I start there with just like perspective of, yes, it was not good at all. And, and yes, that was a very hard time to be a business owner right in the beginning, especially when everything just kind of got ripped underneath us. Um, you know, I, um, you know, I, I, again, I feel like the Lord provided, you know, I mean, it was hard. It was very hard. I feel like there's such a spectrum of how people feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a business owner, you know, you've got your place on the spectrum of where you feel. 
but you really have to be ready to respect everybody else's spectrum. Yeah. You know, even if you're a hundred percent opposite of theirs, like you just Absolutely. have to find ways to, and I, you know, I found that challenging being a service business, you know, with my staff, it starts with respecting my staff and how they feel and right. what, what decisions do I need to make that respect all of those, even no matter where I sit in that spectrum. And then, you know, then to our people. So, you know, a lot of that was hard to navigate. Um, gosh, yeah. From the business standpoint, I mean, that was rocky roads. I mean, I'm very thankful for, just different ways that, like I said, the Lord provided. I mean, that was huge. Um, and I think for me, you know, again, I'm thankful in my faith that I was, I am where I am as far as like, I just knew like, Lord, it's, it's in your hands. Yeah. I'm not I mean, there worry. was nothing that anybody There's could do. There's nothing you can do. It is what it is. Just show me how I need to be during this time. Yeah. You know, I, I know that, you know, so I, so I was able to really keep that peace, you know, I mean, with lots of ups and downs, I mean, it wasn't a walk in the park by any means, right. but you know, but just, um, I was able to keep that peace that he was there yeah. and, um, yeah, but it's, it's, it was, it was rough. I mean, and, and again, I mean, I think for our business, you know, it's, I feel like people will give up other things before they'll give up their kids activities. Yeah. So we're a little bit protected there. And I, you know, we were very thankful people, you know, but we did have a lot of people that weren't comfortable coming right. and, you know, we did offer the zoom and we had other options and stuff, but but I know other businesses, you know, they were kind of the first to the lift to be cut. You know, I just, those restaurants, oh gosh, that just is hard to hear about all that. Yeah. Or like I said, I mean, we, we were able to open our doors back up pretty soon, like, you know, late May even, right yeah. in 2020, just thankfully with how our city was handling it and what was happening. Um, so that really saved us. But like I said, there's been studios on the other side on the coast that, I mean, they didn't yeah. get open for you. And I, that that's tough because this is not a business that is designed to be online. Right. You know, it's just it, not, I was gonna say it would be a hard yeah. business. I know yeah. there's a lot of mm -hmm. different businesses, mm -hmm. um, that have gone mm -hmm. to a lot of zoom or online yeah. and yeah. that's, that's rough. I'm yeah. an in-person, I'm a, yeah. a social oh person. Totally. So tough um, time. Yeah. Well, and I think that, um, I mean, I will say too, though, I mean, I, I also do, you know, it's like, you know, we're, we're asked to be thankful in all circumstances, right? The good, the bad. Yeah. And I do think having that perspective, you know, there, there are some things you came out, you know, I think some of us felt that slowdown and just oh, the absolutely. different things and the different ways we, you know what, maybe we don't need to do that that way. And, right. you know, so I'm thankful for those, like what we learned, you yeah. know? Oh, I was right. going to say, as we learned mm -hmm. a ton of different things mm -hmm. for our mm -hmm. business, for mm -hmm. our home life. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. so there is, there was a lot to be thankful for during mm -hmm. that time because, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that slowdown, it was nice for a little mm -hmm. bit. <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it was. I it mean, was. to not have yeah. something yeah. every hour, every night, every yeah. day, it was kind of nice yeah. just to be like, okay, yeah. we can just chill just feel, and reconnect. Because yes. our society is moving so fast yeah. and so furious. And I do think for all of us, it's very hard to discern how do we, you know, I mean, how do we keep our family unit strong? How do we, you know, just carve time and, you know, and, you know, you have it, kids too. I know it's like you want to, you want your kids to experience all these things. Yes. But, you know, just finding that balance, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's tricky. We just I had think. that conversation yeah. Yeah. with our kids mm -hmm. this last weekend because mm -hmm. we've gotten so far away from mm -hmm. family dinners because mm -hmm. we're always so busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we set two different nights, okay, mm -hmm. Sunday night mm -hmm. or every other Sunday mm -hmm. night and mm -hmm. every other Wednesday. Like yeah. the kids, you'll That's have to miss too, yeah. youth mm -hmm. group every other week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you'll have to, you know, there yeah. has to be, this there has to be a give because yeah. family is, mm -hmm. we have to be together mm -hmm. as a unit. Yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah, we did the same so, yeah. thing too. Yeah. It, right. yeah. <laughs> and it's always changing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. every season yeah. of life it, mm -hmm. it changes and mm -hmm. you reevaluate. And so, mm -hmm. I mean, that's with mm -hmm. business as well. Every mm -hmm. season brings different mm -hmm. opportunities or struggles 
struggles or challenges and mm-hmm. it's uh, business ownership is fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and that's another beautiful piece of it is right. Is, and I think that's an encouragement to people that are starting out is, I mean, the beautiful side of entrepreneurship, even though you wear the weight of it on your shoulders, yes. right. Is that you also have this incredible flexibility, right? I mean, you just, you, you have more flexibility than, you know, it's just give and take, right. It, it's, it's pros and cons. And, um, it's funny. My kids will ask me questions about that kind of thing. Like, you know, just, just, mom, is it like really fun owning a business? Is it, you know, I'm like, you know, there, there's, there's pros and cons guys. Yeah. Like, you know, especially it was interesting. And my son, like we had a lot of conversations during the pandemic about that because he was, you know, they're able to see me being so flexible and all that. But I'm like, buddy, here's the deal though. I, I feel responsible for all these employees that yes. depend on this paycheck. So, I mean, you know, it's, it, there's a weight that I wear that you don't wear if you are just, you know, employed by someone right. else or whatnot. So, um, but on the flip side, I can carve times I need for different things and, yes. you know, just, um, so, you know, it's just the give and take. I got a question for something you said kind of earlier. Um, you, you said when you started that you had about a hundred or so, 150 or so, mm-hmm. uh, uh, families, kids, uh, uh, you know, dancies, mm-hmm. <laughs> dancers. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the turning point that kind of got you to where you are now? Like, was there one thing that happened? How do, how did you set yourself apart? Because I feel like return business is obviously a big thing, but then to grow, that's a whole nother thing. What was there one thing that happened that got you to grow as big as you are? Cause you've got over 600 now. About 1100. Ele- yeah. yeah. So there you go. I know. So, time. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. You know, um, so I would say it was just a slow, steady growth. I mean, for the first years, it was like this 200 kids at a time. It was literally every system we had. And that was back in like the paper systems, right? We were using paper stuff <laughs> yeah. and paper registration and paper this. I'm so thankful we're past that now. But um, we were growing like immensely in those first seven years. Well, then when it got after that, it was more of like a steady growth up to that ticking mark. Probably we're not necessarily at capacity, but like closer to, right? And I, I think that that just as a testament to our desire for quality, right? Like yes. we have high standards of, you know, our, our teaching and the way we treat our kids and families and how we do business, you know? And so I think that that really is just, you know, um, felt in that's what's okay. been the secret to our success. Is so, just, so you would say that, you know, they're, they're paying for you. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. And, and, um, and just the, you know, the, I feel like it's also too the culture that we create, you know, I'm very big on culture. I'm very big on, it's very important. um, yeah, I just, you know, it's like, I, I want a culture that I want my kids in, you know, and it's, Absolutely. it's a lot about respecting each other and, and, and also just empowerment. You know, I, I want all, um, I just love seeing people thrive, right? Like I think at the heart of it, it's like, it comes down to like watching people thrive. And I love that from my staff, seeing them going from like starting to teach a new style or starting to teach, um, you know, teach in general, right? Like, and trying to help build them to be stronger. Um, but then it's then inspiring them to inspire their, their kids. You know, I see dance as a vehicle, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's like a vehicle to grow just, just, just like other things, right? Just like being at the gym or doing, you know, soccer or baseball or whatever, you know, those are all vehicles for kids to learn. And I, I just think, I think there's so much to be learned through just that teamwork and, and working together and all that. Um, but I also think there's, you know, like just it, helping them believe in themselves, yeah, right? Exactly. I think that, that is just the key piece. And so, you know, so we do a lot of things with, um, like strength finders, Enneagram, anything that, you know, there's this whole series in, um, I found it first in the strength finders. It's like a parenting book or whatever yeah. in it. And it talks about like, 
basically like thinking of like a, I don't know, say it other than like our kids as animals, right? Like yeah. these little animals, right? And like fish, like when they go to swimming class, they do really well and they really right. excel. When they go to jumping class, they well, don't, they don't do so well. <laughs> then you get your, you know, your, your mm-hmm. rabbit goes to swimming class and oh, it's a little rough. And then you go to, you know, jumping class and they're like, you know, top of the class. Right. right. And so I think of it as like that of trying to help our kids. Like you don't have to be like anybody else. Right. You need to just keep being the best you. And you know, you know, this is great exercise. This is great activity. You're, you know, even if you're not maybe the one that's getting it the best in the class right now, that's okay. Making, uh, helping them understand yeah. that yeah. is so important Oh, absolutely. because there Especially, are so many, yeah. you know, kids yeah. that are like, Oh, I'm not good at this. No, yeah. but you are, you, but, but if you do it this way, you know, yeah, because right. you, yeah. you can harness those things. Yeah. So that idea of thriving is so uh, important that I think other people and, and business people that start businesses need to know, yeah. don't just help them get by and right. get, right. get the, whatever it is you're selling. Right. Don't just help, help them, them get thrive. that, right. help them right. like with Rexy's. Right. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You can buy their products on Amazon. That's great. Go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get the customer service to help you thrive, to, to understand how to right. use it better. The label may give you some instructions, but what, Right. What's most important is, right. hey, we found right. that we we do it better this way. It works better, and same for you. Yeah. Is like you said. I thought. I think that's. I think that's brilliant. I think it's really important that people understand yeah. thriving yes. is important. Yeah. Well, and I think this. You know, who we work with, kids, right? Starting from little babies mm-hmm. all the way up to eighteen. You know, and it's like again, I see us as a vehicle. Some kids are going to you know choose dance as their path. Right. Probably a small percentage though. Majority of them are going to go into other. And so I just want this to be something where it's like they learned how to have courage, how to be brave, Absolutely. how to be stronger, how to, you know, and that's what we talk to our staff a lot about. And, and, you know, again, we've seen our staff thrive through those. So that's, I feel like the secret to our success of just, we believe so strongly in that. And that's like the root of who we are and what we do and what we believe and what we're striving to do ourselves. Um, and so I think it's just, you know, it's just created a really great environment and culture. That's awesome. Now, are you a hundred percent female, um, employed business or, um, we do have one, uh, two actually, two, uh, male instructors, but yeah. Yeah. Yep, no, but, yep. but it's female owned and yeah, it, yeah, exactly. it's very, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's of, awesome. Of, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. I mean, well, like you said, empowerment, I mean that yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it does, you know, and I think female, I was raised by a single mother and I just saw, and she had her own business and, and had, and I grew up with Tim, uh, her husband. And I just, I, I it really made me, um, re- under understand there are other ways to do things. And I got yeah. to see a perspective yeah. and I, I, she, she, she ruled with, with an iron fist, but not with an iron tongue, you know, yeah. you know, right. I think there's, I, I think the saying goes a different way, but yeah. Yeah, I think you yeah. understand what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. So she wasn't, you know, she didn't, she yeah. tried to find a way to make them do it better, but not. And, and I think sometimes men, we get frustrated <laughs> and yeah. we, yeah. we, yeah. it's iron fist, iron tongue. It's, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. sometimes we get a little, fr- and we don't use that. And then we have to yeah. go back and apologize and realize, but I think that there is, there, there's a way of doing things and understanding, but that empowerment is, is, is so important because it, yeah. I mean, I just think people need to see yeah. different perspectives. Yeah. And I think especially nowadays, I mean, I, I know oh, yeah. just, just our kids, I just feel like there's so many things that make their minds numb, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, so the, the, the videos, the games, the, 
social media, even like, you know, it's just working. And and that's the other thing that I think is fueling my next projects. My next things I'm on is watching all of that and wanting to empower and inspire other ways to use their brains and minds. Right. And I do think that's where like we have a opportunity in our environment. You know, for example, when we have get togethers, we try to encourage like, Hey, all phones down, all phones off. We are focusing on each other and, you know, be in our best version, you know, just, just to all that stuff that can be, um, I don't know, just worked on and stuff. And I just think, um, we just have to be so intentional, you know, so intentional now. And I just, um, and it, it, yeah. I just think a lot of the things that are bad for us are disguised as things that are good for us. And like social media has a lot of disguises out there. Oh, this is good for you. This is great. This is what you need to do. But what's really happening is we are inundating you with this subliminal, all these messages. So, and for kids, you know, it's, you miss that. And I think as adults, it, we miss it too, but it's over the course of time that we start to realize, oh my God, like, what is this making me do? Well, and kids are so, they're so moldable when they're Mm -hmm, young Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. when they're starting out on it young. I mean, our older kids have social media and if I could rewind Mm -hmm. that time and not, because that comparison game is so strong now and especially with girls. I mean, it happens with, with boys as well. I just Mm -hmm. see it with our girls more is that comparison. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I I love what you guys are doing Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the empowerment and Mm -hmm. teaching Mm -hmm. all the kids just Mm -hmm. to find what they're Mm -hmm. good at and and thrive at that instead of looking what others, what somebody else is good at. Cause it doesn't matter what they're good at. It matters what you're good at and what makes you happy. So I love that. Yeah. And that, that's my next project right there Yeah, is, um, we just opened a store right next to the studio that it's something that's been, it's, it's that thing you're talking about where it's been a fog. It's been in the background for a long time, but I've like, there's all these ways I've seen God really connect, um, even down to our, like when we first had a little dance store in the very beginning, 20 years ago, um, it, uh, it, we had like kids submit ideas for the name of the store. Okay. And one little girl submitted behind the curtain and staff voted on the names and we chose that one. And we were like, oh, it's such a cute name. And so we have this little store for all these years, right? Well, fast forward and just, you know, some life events last seven years or so just, you know, really showed me to make sure I was not putting my identity and idolizing things, you know, like just pleasing the Lord over people and all that. And long story short, I through some study and some scripture, um, Hebrews 619 talks about that we have this anchor firm and secure. Yeah. And it's, it says it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Yeah. And I was like. Oh my gosh. Wait a second. Okay. And so the anchors or the, the verse is all about anchoring our hope in heaven and not of things of this world. Yeah. And the fact that the words behind the curtain. So anyway, long story short, that turned into this whole like vision of having, you know, a store next to the dance studio that is, um, like kind of like a mini parables, if you will. Okay. Like, you know, parables just closed. I know. So it's sad. so sad. Um, but you know, there's altered state, you know, but yes. like a mini version of that. Right. And so we actually just opened it. Oh, that's a, awesome. Not even a month ago. It's the beginning of November. And, um, it's just this little store that it's got, you know, Bibles and journals and all kinds of things that the kids can, it's also got some free people movement line, you know, that, um, kids love and stuff. But, um, but yeah, and I see out of that, that we're going to create some workshops a couple times a year. Okay. And that that's our goal is to, just do these workshops with, and start with girls. I'd like to do one for, I'd like to do another version for boys as well, but I'm going to start with girls and, um, that it's, it's all about that. Start, you know, like, where's our identity and yes. what's our brand? Like, how do we want to present ourselves to the world? And, and, and I, cause I think that like all that stuff you're talking about, I just think they get so caught in it. They don't even know, right. you know, our generation, we know life before all that. Right. Yes. So like, 
when I, I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. It's just not my thing. But when I do get caught on Facebook at, you know, at night or something, if I'm tired and my brain just kind of like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just wasted an hour just yeah. skimming through it. Like, what am I doing? Like, this is like wasting my, t-, you know, and, but they don't know that they don't right. know that they that's don't know like any different. wasting an hour. Right. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah. I feel the difference. They don't. So anyway, this whole <laughs> workshop just to help inspire them again, back to that whole thing of like, you know, have it be a little bit beauty oriented, but more like, where does identity start? Right. What kind of brand do we want to have? How do we present ourselves to the world? You know, um, I, I want to bring in Jesus. Like I want them to, you know, plant some seeds and learn. Uh, but then, you know, then go into beauty elements and beauty things that, you know, as women, we all want to feel beautiful. Right. right? And, um, but we're not going to also put our obsession and all that, but it, just to help again, like, you know, you be you, yes. right? you be the most beautiful, most wonderful you, because I love the books that I'm seeing right now. And there's, there's quite a few, I feel like I know, um, uh, Joanna Gaines has one that's like, basically the world needs who you're made to be. Yes. Um, there's another one that it's all things like that. Like God made you to be you. Yes. And we want you to be the best version of you and offer to the world what he has in you, but that's not the same as anybody else. And again, it takes me back to that animal thing. I just, I see this whole thing brewing in my head about, using animals as like our example, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect a dog to be acting like a cat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but like, I feel like in a way we do that to ourselves, right? Like yeah. And I think, I think gone. that's sort of the mask that I think either social media or the media in general or whatever it is mm-hmm. that, that sort of positive slide, but, but they're, it's a negative that they've, they've mm-hmm. kind of masked mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. uh, you don't know they're doing it, but so you talk about the the inner beauty and be the best beautiful beautiful you could be mm-hmm. outside inside all that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, social media is comparing you. It's automatically right, right, as soon right. as you post right. that, right? As soon as you right. post that, right. then it's how many likes do you have? Well, my friend got 150. I know. Well, you only have 75. Yeah. So it's like then it's like oh, does that mean? And so automatically you're yeah. you're being judged without you know it, yeah. and no fault. You're the one that posted, and, you, and I get that, but yeah. they're doing it. And, and that's the way they're doing it. And so if you can figure out how to make people yeah. understand, okay, go ahead and share whatever pictures yeah. you take. That's great. But yeah. understand, do not compare yourself to yeah. other people. And I found that in my business, I've done that as well. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like yeah. I compare some of my videos right. to others and I'm like, oh, I got to get better. Right. But then I, I, I realized, no, it was effective. My clients liked it. Right. They, they, yeah. they, they've rehired me. You know, yeah. it's all these things. Yeah. Why am I comparing myself? Mm-hmm. But I, but those are the things yeah. that they're sort of it's kind of, nature. and if you can get these young people to try and understand that mm-hmm. it's not about compar- it's not about likes yeah. Yeah. if you like it yeah. that's the reason you posted it Bingo. yeah and that's but all that matters yeah and it's and it really i just think that i mean it's like human nature right like it's like we just have to be aware of like that's just human nature it's human nature to you know to to just get it get sucked into that if you will and yeah. so i think we have to work deliberately hard yeah. to not get it. and that's what i'm hoping to do with some of these workshops is to just be that gentle reminder a couple times a year just to help like get break the cycle i think it's break the cycle but then also for the young young people today it's like they don't even know what it's yeah i get it there to. before right they don't even know like you know I, I mean i find myself like in you know the once every five months that i post something on instagram i'm like oh look i got likes you know it's like <laughs> I, I get excited too i'm like oh that's fun but i'm like but i don't my identity is not in that right you know? like but i know that those little those girls that are you know it's like oh, no, oh yeah they actually they'll go like, and delete them if they yes, don't huge. get enough likes yes, they will. it's like it makes me so sad yeah, you no. know but i also you know but it's like okay but this is the era of life that they were born into this is where god has them like how do we help them you know live in this world but not of it right yeah and uh yeah yeah i love that yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have um, anything else that you want to share before we sign off? Any socials you want us to follow? (laughs) No, no, right? That's the thing. I'm I'm not a very social media person, so no, no, I don't. So Nebraska Dance on 114th and Dodge, and then you have a second location. 180th and Q. Yeah. Wonderful. And then Behind the Curtain. Yes. Um, Yeah. So it's actually, yeah, Behind the Curtain is a dancewear line that we're starting, and um, we're going to keep growing that. That's, it's a little bit more of a pop-up right now. Okay. Um, But then underneath that is um, the store called Anchored, and that actually, it's, 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 it doesn't have a, a formal front entrance yet it's going to the summer but we haven't gotten there yet but it's yeah. the people exit access it from inside the studio right now wonderful so yeah, yeah. check yeah. them all out i know yeah. i will be stopping yeah. there we have a daughter that is in dance and so Aww. uh yeah. we will definitely be bringing her by and um i love everything that you're doing i can't wait to hear more about it and hopefully work together on some of these things because um that's absolutely where my heart and my passion is is helping our youth get through today because today is rough and so rough on us parents it's rough on the kids it is but we can you know again my encouragement is to you know explore jesus because yeah you got him you got what you need absolutely just be still yeah well thank you so much for coming on today thank Thank you you guys thank you thank you so much bye-bye